All right. So let's get um, let's get into the mission today. So today's mission is to uh, attempt to locate in the podcast sort of space a great niche opportunity for building a new podcast. Uh, so uh, you know, behind the curtain, Sean and I spoke already about kind of where we're going to try and do this. Um, and we're going to try and start a podcast related to sales and selling. Let's see if we can find an interesting and compelling niche. So I have shared my screen for you, those of you at home that are not on a screen. Uh, I'm just on the Google Podcast app, so you can uh, imagine what that looks like. Uh, and we're going to go uh, straight away. So, Sean, where should we get started here? Well, if... I love starting with whatever the objective of the podcast is, right? So in our world, that's usually to be more strategic and efficient with your time in order to generate better results from a business development perspective. But you've already kind of laid out what the objective for this one is. Let's say we have a, a firm or an agency and we provide sales and sales enablement as a service. So number one, thinking through, you know, we did think through the strategy for what are the elements that are going to be built into the show in order to help us generate those results, right? Who do we want to have on the show? What type of conversations do we want to have? And what do we want you know, them to do after engaging with our content? Like, where do we want them to go? So we need all of those pieces. But if we're doing some research on a platform like this, I would, part of our process is to search for what's already out there. So, you know, if, let's say you have a sales enablement firm and you work with like tech companies, for example. So I'd search for stuff that's as simple as like sales tech, like show me what, show me what the landscape looks like right now out there in terms of how competitive it is with podcasts that are talking about these topics. And then you can get an idea for like how crowded the space is. And ultimately it can help you come up with cool ideas for what you might want to do with your show. So um, so a couple of things right out of the gate, right? Before we kind of dig in, the, the one thing that we recommend to most of our clients is to build the podcast around the challenges, complaints, and concerns of your ideal candidate, right? And so for the selling technical conversation, uh, let's first start with that. So what, what kind of complaints and concerns what we might are... Uh, our technical clients be suffering from uh, in terms of you know, building a podcast like this? Being in tech myself, I can think of a lot of complaints <laughs> that I hear from people trying to build tech businesses, particularly when it comes to sales. Number one, especially earlier on, like if you're working with startups or growth stage companies, even if they have funding, even if they have a decent team, one of the things by and large they struggle with is, is getting sales, like demand generation, lead generation, closing new business. And one of the things that's difficult there because of the experience I have in this space is you're typically innovating. So you might be doing something relatively new. It might not be earth shattering, but it still might be new enough to the extent where you might not have a good handle for a lot of the variable inputs that should go into this process in order to generate the output you're looking for, which is like who my ICP is, ideal customer profile, what our UVP is, our unique value proposition. Those still may be slightly kind of squishy to the extent where you are trying to sell a couple things to a couple different people, which doesn't give you essentially always great data back. So that's another area where the podcast could be really helpful because it enables you to pretty quickly and easily open doors with folks that you might not have had an opportunity to connect with before. So 
anyway, uh, in terms of like where to get started, I might think through what those combinations so far are, and I could come up with a couple so we could check them in order to see, right, who's doing what in the space in order to give me some ideas about how we may manage it. Um, so like if we're a sales enablement firm and we're looking to help these early stage tech companies with generating some results there, it might mean figuring out how to start the conversation, figuring out the first and foremost, like who you need to have be having these conversations with. So if you were, you know, whatever your vertical may be, if you want to talk and find somebody specifically that needs help with figuring out how to build basically that early stage sales process for your tech firm, maybe we go like SaaS, for example, software as a service, that's a big space. We can go deeper than that. We can go B2B SaaS. So um, basically B2B SaaS companies up there that are looking to generate a more effective sales process. So those are already a couple of key terms that we can use that are pretty popular in those spaces so that we can see like what's out there to help B2B SaaS companies learn more about how to sell effectively, essentially. Awesome. So let's do, let's start looking into that. One thing I want to point out too, that, um, that, that may put a wrinkle in it, if you're trying to do this follow along at home, as it were, um, is when your buyer and the person that is the beneficiary, let's say inside an organization, aren't the same person, uh, this process does get a little more complicated and more nuanced, right? You build your podcast around those signs and symptoms that uh, you know somebody may be experiencing that indicates they need help or what have you. But when when that connection isn't as strong, let's say you've got a procurement manager involved or engaged, you have to build this uh, process just a little bit differently because it's you've got that kind of intermediary step. So let's talk about, uh, so we'll go into selling SaaS, right? And let's Sounds see what we get. All right. So right away, we found uh, there's a podcast out there about selling SaaS, right? It's literally the name uh, of the podcast. Uh, and let's just keep looking and see what we have. Uh, it's a fairly popular topic. Uh, as evidenced by the fact that down here, we've got even more show results. So there are a bunch of shows out there, uh, I guess, keywording off of uh, SaaS. Yeah, this is definitely a big space and a plenty crowded space as well also. And a lot of these shows have SaaS in the name, which is fine. I don't see a problem with that. I love thematic names. Is it, you know, it's not necessarily the primary in terms of what we're looking to do on the earlier end, but it really is going to help your podcast grow and scale. If you have a title that's particularly relevant, especially around what people may be searching for to find your show. Um, the other thing to consider here as well, too, since we found about a billion shows so far that have SaaS in the name. Yeah. <laughs> is how might we get more unique than that, right? And there are other, like there's names that are coming up here which don't have SaaS in the name, but the other one could be, how do we niche down even further, right? So if you were not just B2B SaaS, if you were like health tech startups, if you're working on robotics, if you're doing AI, like whatever, right? Who is the, like the 80-20 rule for the clients that you're helping or who you're hoping to help or maybe where you have experience, where you wanna start, where, you know, the depth and breadth of your network, so to speak, if you look for those patterns, you can figure out like, do I want to get a little bit deeper there? Um, and how deep do I want to go in terms of niching down? That's another idea as well, in order to create something that's somewhat unique, but we don't, you know, we're not dead set against, so to speak, coming up with a name that's similar to a show that's out there, but I would look for potentially where the opportunity may be at the moment, given what is out there, as in, 
if there's a show, it's got a similar name, similar topic, whatever, but it's not active. We call it the like podcast graveyard. I think it's okay to start kind of taking from there and growing. But if you found a relatively similar show and it is active, it does have a strong audience and you want to create it under a similar name, I probably wouldn't do that. I don't think that's differentiated enough. So I also want to talk about, um, there's a couple different strategies here too. So you look at some of these things and you go, you see them all trying to be like funny or um, try and just have an odd or wacky kind of sense of humor about it. Um, but more importantly, particularly in a place that's crowded like this, um, it makes a ton of sense to essentially then, even if you can't, um, and definitely I want to go into a little bit more how to, how to niche down further, but even if you can't niche down further, at this level, uh, building the podcast around a specific demographic in this space certainly is a great way to essentially begin that conversation. So you see here, there's women in sales. I think I saw another one that was, you know, selling SaaS in the you know, Latino market or whatever. But the, the deeper you can get into, um, you know, either a demo or something like that, that essentially just gives you a little bit more grab, the better. So when we talk about niching down further here, though, we can start really getting sort of hyper opinionated about this. Um, so you're not just generally talking about SaaS. We can talk about, uh, you know, to your point, the B2B SaaS. And I think even further than that, you can get like, you know, B2B SaaS for industry uh, or something like that and get even further. Agreed. Yeah, this is a great exercise to go into if you're thinking about starting a show before you just create a show and a theme around something that may already be out there. <laughs> we still want to give you the best chance possible to be able to grow organically and this this will help. So let's talk about um, selling SaaS for uh, B2B. And uh, let's start going into uh, mid-market. And let's just see what those search terms reveal uh, in terms of any meaningful changes. And you'll notice right away, a couple of things will start to come up uh, as you go through an exercise like this. You'll find that uh, particularly because we said B2B and you know mid-market, a lot of the goofy stuff starts to fall off the edges, right? People aren't sitting here to making like the funny, wacky shows for, you know, the moment B2B is in the title, it tends to just get a little bit more serious in the presentation. Um, when, when we're trying to find out, you know, a specific angle here, um, what I would really recommend, I think, in many cases is to even even put, uh, you know, like the role uh, B2B SaaS sales for, you know, SDRs or B2B SaaS sales for uh, marketing directors or what have you. I think that's a, a great way to go at this. But you'll notice even just by adding those two little search terms, we're already down, reduced the number of shows significantly. Uh, that we've got to kind of look through here and and determine if we've got uh, a good match. Yeah, one thing I'm noticing here, Brian, as we're scrolling through these results still is a lot of them, they have the title for the show, but many of them don't necessarily, in the artwork at least, say who it's for. And I think that's an opportunity as well as like, you know, uh, B2B SaaS sales for early stage founders or for first time yeah. founders or whatever, like whoever your ICP is, you can incorporate that as well. Because, you know, people, there's a lot going to be a lot of results for people to scroll through. And when they're looking through them, typically the more specifically, essentially targeted at whoever your persona is, 
the easier that's going to be for them to connect the dots as well too. It enables them to, like you said, sift through kind of the noise here. Another thing I'd encourage folks to do as well too is besides searching on like podcast platforms, just go to Google as well. Like do Google search results, like just plain search engine and see who comes up where because that probably would have the potential to give you remove some of the graveyard element in terms of some of those defunct shows and see who's kind of floated to the top. I think that's also probably likely a good gauge for quality of content as well too, because again, it's like, it could be easy to technically start a podcast, but the vast majority of people who start a podcast ultimately don't continue it because it's can be a lot for folks to manage. So if you want to see, you know, this is great first step as well, too. If you want to take that even further, go to the search engines as well, too, like pure search engines, see what you get back from results as you're as you're poking around there, too. And and I, I want to point something out here, Sean, and I know you and I have both seen this in 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 our, you know, deep and varied consulting practices and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, the very first thing I hear when we start saying, like, we need to niche down is but but. I can deliver service to anybody. And, and that's a huge uh, mistake, right? Uh, you and I have both had experiences where there's no amount of money we could get paid to continue working with somebody. Uh, it is not simply a, a pulse and a check conversation. So <clears throat> what we really want to do here in this niching down process is once you find a good niche, you can always then expand it. But if you try and make a podcast that's universally loved for everybody out there in the world, what you're really doing is making a podcast that no one in their right mind is going to listen to because it doesn't speak to them. That's a great point. Really want folks to think about making this targeted. And the other thing to consider as well, too, is like, and we've done this, right? You can pivot your show around just like you could pivot your SaaS product around. So you don't have to be married to where you start, right? We want you to start, but we want you to start in an area that gives you the ability to compete because the podcast space is certainly crowded and getting more crowded. So find the combination that again, uses those variables, your ICP, your UVP, some combination of the two of those on the show, talk about problems and challenges for your ICP, for which your business just so happens to be an authority and being able to help them with solving and go from there. Right. And if that is working well, great, continue down along that road. And if you're learning something new as you're doing it, then make adjustments along the way. That's totally reasonable too. Absolutely. That um, the understanding here, and I've I've explained this to 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 many of our clients in this uh, this with this idea that you're not. Um, it is it is extremely unlikely that you're going to hit a bullseye the very first time you pick up a bow and arrow. Right. This is not the way this works. Uh, it is very much a spiral pattern. Uh, you take the data you have, you kind of move narrow in uh, round and round until you get to uh, what works, right? And and it can always be optimized even further after that, but you'd keep searching and you keep trying to identify uh, what messages are landing, what's resonating with your target market and move that uh, as needed uh, based on the data you get. Agreed. Well said. So in this case, I think what we find, you know, right out of the gate, um, you know, we've, we've been looking at this for, for maybe 10, 10, 15 minutes, um, is we're starting to get, even with just a couple minor modifications to the search query down to a place where it starts to get more interesting right away. Um, so even in a space as crowded as SAS, even in a space as crowded as sales, 
uh, you can differentiate uh, by adding uh, some, some minor modifications to your search queries to get just something a little bit more compelling. Now, I can't tell you exactly where we're going to land when we create a show related to this. Uh, but what I can say is this process, as you go through and refining your search criteria, does um, uh, ask yourself, you know, can I go deeper? Can I find another uh, demo? Can I add another lens uh, to how I want folks to find us? Uh, and you'll get to a place where your podcast has to do a lot less work to compete, right? That's the other sort of benefit here. You want, um, you want your podcast to kind of bubble to the top of the list of podcasts people want. They want to be able to look through that list of podcasts on any of their apps or what have you and find something that says, hey, that speaks exactly and directly to me. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Consulting Trap. If you have suggestions for future episodes or would like to be a guest on our show, please send me an email at brian at podcastchef.com. That's B-R-I-A-N at P-O-D-C-I-S-T-C-H-E-F dot com. Before we go, we'd like to thank the sponsor of our show, Podcast Chef. Podcast Chef helps turn ordinary podcasting into a revenue-generating lead magnet for your consulting business. Our podcasting done for you service takes away the headache of starting up and running your own podcast. Reach out now to take advantage of our 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit us at podcastchef.com to find out how our team of experts can help you leverage podcasting to take your business to the next level. Hey, you. Yes, you. It's uh, 2024 and you don't have a podcast yet. Or maybe you do, but you're struggling with it. Uh, We will talk to you about that uh, for free. We'll help you figure out uh, where you might be stuck. Uh, whether or not we can help you for sure. But also, uh, if you don't have one yet, what are the like first five things you can do? Uh, what are some great angles that you can use to make sure that your podcast was sustainable as you start to develop that moving forward? Uh, those consults are free. So reach out at the link below uh, in the show notes or email me at brian at podcastchef.com. Thanks. Hi, this is Brian. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, Our website, podcastchef.com, has a ton of useful information about how to best leverage podcasting to help you solve some of your business goals and challenges. You can also schedule a demo uh, where we can show you how specifically Podcast Chef and our team can help you with some of your podcasting goals. Thanks.